0: you. Mm-hmm. Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on- and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Eric Alström, president of Danfoss Power Solutions, about the company's recent merger with Eaton Hydraulics. Let's take a listen now. So just to maybe kind of start the conversation, if you could maybe talk about what maybe prompted um, Dan Danfoss to make the acquisition of Eaton's hydraulics business?
1: Yeah, so like in any merger and acquisition um, opportunity, is it's rather opportunistic. And also in this case, you know, it takes two to tango, as we say. Mm-hmm. And so we've been studying... Um, eaten Hydraulics for quite some time, and there's been this mutual admiration and respect, I think, on both sides. And so, when the opportunity came up, we were, of course, super excited, and immediately, you know, getting started, getting into to discussions, and uh, and uh, here we are. You know, uh, took a little bit longer than we expected, frankly, <laughs> uh, to get the regulatory approvals, but now uh, finally we can speak openly. And uh, of course, what motivated us is there are a number of things. You know, uh, the first one probably. Um, the, uh, the fact that Eaton has a very well, uh, well-developed distribution network, so does Danfoss, but the Eaton distribution partner network is quite complementary to ours because they have much more industrial focus than, we, than what Power Solutions has. Danfoss Power Solutions, we have uh, partners that are almost exclusively in off-highway. And so this was a, a, a very important aspect. And the other one, so getting industrial products, of course, in mm. not just the channel, but also getting the industrial products in, was the second, uh, I think, really really exciting uh, asset uh, that we acquired. <laughs> and the third one is fluid conveyance. You know, just like with with industrial products, it's nothing you build from scratch or you know build organically. You got to acquire somebody to get into this. And we've been longing to do this for a long time. And. <laughs> And now we have it, you know, through the acquisition and maybe the last things are most importantly, I think, is although um, the employees of former Eaton Hydraulics were part of Eaton, a fantastic and successful industrial conglomerate, uh, stock listed, very successful company, and we're a privately held, you know, family owned uh, company. It's amazing how like we are in mind and how like we are in culture, openness, transparency no politics and just going at it and and it's it's really a pleasure uh to see uh so there there were many different aspects um uh, that that we went after here
0: Mm -hmm. okay great and so i know you kind of touched on this a little bit already but maybe what are some of the key benefits of these two companies coming together
1: yeah, so I think from a customer perspective, I mean that that's the you know of course we always think safety first in, in any business, but after that we think how can we help our customers become successful, and this uh, profound understanding of applications so of the machines that end users are using is something we share with with Eaton Hydraulics or form Eaton Hydraulics and coming together now in what I would call the new Danfoss Power Solutions because frankly. I want to convey the message to Danfoss Power Solutions employees that they're also leaving the old company behind them and we're building something brand new together.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think,
1: you know, some of these assets that I mentioned before will make our customers quite excited because they will now have a full service, full liner partner who can help them with machines, large or small, in virtually any any uh, location in the world. Because that's another aspect of of, uh, of joining forces here is that Eaton Hydraulics is a manufacturer or was now in power solutions in South Korea, you know, in Japan. These are countries that we have dreamt about being in, being present in and producing in. In Mexico too, for instance. And plus, we're getting an even greater footprint in the U.S., in Europe, in South America. And frankly, for Danforth's power solutions, this is great news. You know, we hope to be able to... Get a little bit more floor space because we're out of capacity and we need to invest in new capacity and coming together this is another great opportunity and also for our customers it just means we're going to be full liners pretty much everywhere where they manufacture if you think about large oems for instance but also for distribution partners it means that our product portfolio now that we can offer to our partners is just mm-hmm. so much greater mm-hmm.
0: right okay And so, are you guys kind of seeing mergers like this becoming more common in the industry, whether that's the fluid power industry itself or just the overall, you know, heavy-duty industries you guys serve? And maybe how are these types of mergers maybe impacting the industry, whether, you know, what positives are there? Are there challenges or potential it, negatives, or that might not be quite the right word, but like, I guess, just kind of how are you guys seeing these kinds of things playing yes, in the market? Right.
1: Yeah, great, great question. I mean, it, it's a surprisingly unconsolidated industry that we're in. There are many, many small machine builders. Of course, if you look at the customer side first, right, you have mm-hmm. for us literally thousands of successful customers building anything from 12 machines per year to many, many thousands like the the big ones. And and then if you look at the the supplier landscape with our colleagues in the industry, uh, there are many of us. And um, so consolidation I think will occur, um, but probably not of this magnitude, right? Because these are two large companies coming together, you know, about 2 billion euros of revenue, each of us coming together and creating around about 4 billion of revenue. And, and uh, of course, so that, that is uh, a science that is, that is uh, quite, quite important, but I think you will see more consolidation of smaller and especially specialist uh, uh, suppliers. For instance, uh, robotics, you know, there's a strong interest from large OEMs to distribution partners. To have more uh, robots, whether it is um, you know uh, static robots in in manufacturing that are you know basically fixed, mm-hmm. or if we're thinking autonomy and having robots out in the field, right. uh, ag solutions and so on, there are a lot of startups out there. There are a lot of really smart people out there that are creating a, you know quite attractive and compelling businesses, and we see mm-hmm. that also, both on the OEM side. Uh, that they are acquiring these companies, but also ourselves, right? We have many partners now, both in robotics, but also in, in autonomy. And in fact, we're now, you know, at the verge of launching serial production autonomous machines um, systems from a, from a, from mm-hmm. So, So I think you will see a lot of these sort of technology consolidations and perhaps not so many of the really large ones, because I think the ones that are large in hydraulics today I think they see it as core. You know, for Danfoss, this is very core what we're doing. And I think that goes for some of our brothers and sisters in the industry as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And so how will um, the acquisition of Eaton sort of further help with uh, Danfoss's growth strategy? And then you kind of touched on this before, but are there maybe specific areas in which you guys have been looking to grow? And so the acquisition will help with that?
1: Yeah, great great question again sir because of course we're looking at what is our core business and you know we are very much into in energy efficient solutions whether it's in hydraulics or in climate solutions in our climate mm-hmm. segment or in our Danfoss drives which is low voltage drives making a lot of things much more energy efficient saving energy reducing CO2 emissions this is really important for us in Danfoss so when we invest we try to invest in what we consider the core technologies you know, I'm really profoundly making the, the world better. Uh, it, it's it's very important for us. So if you think about the whole environmental piece, now that we are um, have acquired um, uh, Eaton Hydraulics, and we call it a merger because we really see it as two companies coming together to something much greater, that is actually a, a, absolutely one of the cornerstones of the new company is energy efficiency, productivity, to make sure we reduce emissions. You know, smart solutions, whether it's uh, electro um, uh, hydraulic solutions, or if it's uh, diesel-electrics, uh, hybrids, pure electric solutions, which we also master. Uh, those are all things that that uh, for Danfoss are important. You know, we we try to invest in things that are creating a better future uh, mm. for for mankind, and this is no exception. You know, we believe there is still a lot of potential in making hydraulics more energy efficient reducing emissions and mm-hmm. and uh, and simply contributing to to a better outlook for for the world here so it, you know of course it's also important that it's business wise the right and sound investments but
0: right. investing
1: in the core is what we're all about in danfoss and this is an excellent example of that mm-hmm.
0: right okay and so Maybe some of the challenges associated with this type of a merger, and you know, maybe how are you guys going about addressing those challenges?
1: Yeah, I think um, the first challenge is how do we ensure we service our customers as we come together? You know, we got to make sure we don't mm-hmm. drop the ball. And there's a lot of complex systems that now need to be, you know, IT systems need to be merged. And uh, touch wood here so far has been going really great. Um, so, yes, so is- we. Hopefully, yeah, it's really terrific. Um, it's been, you know, with months and months of preparation and it's really paying mm-hmm. off. But but the other thing that is important is, of course, our employees, right? And I keep right. emphasizing that this is a growth initiative, a growth story and not a save ourselves to prosperity uh, story. Mm-hmm. You know, we're proud to get twice as many engineers, twice as many salespeople. And now what we need to ask of our employees and our customers is a little bit of patience because some of us will get new jobs, but you know mm-hmm. we're going to make sure that everybody gets a job that they're really happy with and motivated to do. But that right. process is, is not easy. You know, there's two large organizations coming together and trying to now do this in a relatively um, short amount of time is tricky, especially Sarah since you know, because of regulatory um, agencies and and legal uh, boundary conditions, we've not been able to discuss many things. Uh, we really Mm -hmm. been eating until the last day before day one when we started uh, Mm -hmm. working together so Mm -hmm. it's not about challenges but i must say also the preparation has been excellent and if you see the spirit of the teams coming together it's truly a merger we want to learn from each other we want to learn from best practices from former Eaton hydraulics and and this goes goes in both goes in both directions
0: Mm -hmm. yeah great Well, Uh, just the last question I had, I guess, is just, you know, now that the merger is kind of completed, I guess, kind of what's next or what are the next steps you guys are going to be working on?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, one important aspect is ensuring that our distribution partners get clarity on, okay, how which products will I get? How am I going to be able to service my uh, end customer? So we're working hard on that right now. Another piece is our product portfolio. Now that we're combining forces, there are some overlaps. Okay, how do we solve those? Um, You know, the footprint our manufacturing footprint is terrific right now, but which products go where? We need to figure that out also as we now especially add new products, because I want to emphasize that it's not just about the existing product portfolio, but we are we're having, uh, you know, many, many new uh, project as our new product programs, new technology. I mentioned autonomy, but we have a long line of different projects that we're working on now, and, and we're super happy to get get uh, more resources from former Eden hydraulics because we need mm-hmm. them because we are working on so many, many uh, cool new technologies. And so that's what you're going to see. You're going to see now that the we create clarity for our customers, we create clarity on the on the product portfolio and we will be, be launching new technology at a at a higher pace than, we, than we've done before. Um, so that's what's coming. And then I think you know, um we are a financially healthy company. So we're leveraged now, of course, with this uh, rather large transaction, but because of our cash flow generation, it's uh, you know, uh, nothing that worries us. we're still we still have firepower to, uh-huh. to look at other other opportunities out there from a financial perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we'll be doing, not just in power Solutions, but Danfoss group as a whole. It's a continuous process for us. Mm-hmm. so so, uh, Many things to be excited about. I said. I, I think um, I said that earlier. And and uh, you know, there's at this point nothing that really keeps me awake at night. That uh, me awake at night. I, I'm uh, I'm very confident that we have a great team. My opinion, the greatest team in the industry, and we're gonna go do great things together going forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, great. Well, I'm glad to hear it all seeming to be going well so far and I appreciate you providing your insights into the merger and everything and what you guys hope to gain from it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Eric for providing his insights into the merger and how it will benefit the company and the industry as a whole. And be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.